the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high-impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to the Point of Impact podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel. It's great to have you joining us again today. Last week, we did a little one-off on the pandemic. Three years later, very interesting stuff. You should definitely listen to the episode if you didn't. But today, we're going to return and actually complete this theme of Life's Too Short been talking about how life's too short for conflict and life's too short for bitterness, life's too short to to not have passion, all these sorts of things that I think are just crucial to consider. You know, life is short. And if it's short, then you really need to think about what is happening in your life that you could do without like conflict and what is it that's in missing in your life that you need like passion. Those things are vitally, vitally important. Today, I want to talk about the perfect way to finish it out. Life's too short to quit. If life's short, then quitting really shouldn't be an option because with the brevity of life to begin with, the last thing you want to do is quit because that just shortens your life's fulfillment even greater. And I would say success, fulfillment, happiness, purpose, all those things fall under this category of Life's too short to quit on your dreams and to quit uh, about what you really care about, quit on what you really care about, quit who on you really care about. So, you know, who do you really care about? It's it's vitally important. So we're going to jump into that in a moment. Something new, uh, just always like to share with you, new stuff that's happening. This uh, was kind of a, a bit of a surprise to me. It just came our way, but it's exciting. And that is that some of you, you know, said, Hey, what about watching, you know, videos of you speak? And there was a time there when I was on light source and there were probably somewhere between 150 and 200 videos on all kinds of themes and subjects that I'd spoken on, but I'm no longer with them. And so that got transferred over to about 50 on my YouTube channel, which is certainly there. And you can watch anytime you want. But the Pray folks, the Pray.com Pray app folks said, hey, what about putting some videos on your leader profile? Uh, When you go onto the Pray app and you hit the search at the very top, it says popular leaders. And if you just scroll over, you'll you'll find my my handsome mug somewhere (laughs) on that and you click it and that'll take you to the leader profile right there it will have an opportunity to then access the daily devotions show that I do on pray. This podcast is also there. And then if you scroll down, there's a, there's a offer right now. The offer is for my book. A new offer will be coming for a free uh, resource, something I booklet I did called five habits of happy people. That's going to be coming soon. And then you scroll down a little bit more and now there are five videos they're short. They're not full 30, 35 minutes. The shortest one's about five minutes. The longest one's probably about 13 minutes that you could watch any of those five videos that you would like. I would just tell you, we just hit 90,000 followers on Prey. So a lot of people are really liking listening and now they get a chance to, to watch. And so I wanted to share that with you. Just another way to, to consume content in, in that uh, format, in the video format. There's messages on one called Dream, which is really inspirational, one called Destiny. 
Um, there's one about gratitude. There's one about comparing and how that takes away your happiness. And there's one called haters, um, which, um, <laughs> you know, no joke. Right after that went up, I get a text from my nephew and he says, hey, Uncle Rick, you better look somebody's defaced your Wikipedia page. And someone had gone in and written like four lies that none of which are true or accurate. Uh, second time this has happened to me and you just chalked it up to the haters. Boy, I tell you, there are just people out there that just don't want you to be successful. Uh, just can't deal with it for whatever reason. And there are many. And um, uh, I'll talk about that sometime, I'm sure. Maybe write about it as well. But the bottom line is that one's kind of a fun one to listen to. So those videos are out there and available to you. And I hope you'll take advantage of them. And I just want to say again, I never want to go too far without saying, listen, we really appreciate your your reviews, your your ratings, you know, five star ratings and positive reviews are really powerful for a podcast. And there is no doubt in my mind that a podcast like ours that does uh, virtually no kind of advertising, promotion, marketing, like most do. And again, as I said before, nothing wrong with that. That has just rocketed up the rankings to the to be um, the highest ranking uh, 153, which, you know, I don't know, you know, what you think about that, but you say is 152 more popular. Well, yeah, but there's like millions of podcasts. So the competition is quite vigorous. And I'm convinced that it's word of mouth. It's people writing and rating and, and folks just saying, yeah, I ought to check that out and see what that podcast is about. So if you're willing to do it, we'd love to have you do it. Let's just jump in. So life's too short to quit. Yeah, it is. Quitting keeps you from experiencing the fullness of your life and then life passes you by and and you, you don't want that to happen. I think a good place to start is what causes us to quit? What is it? You know, what 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 are some of the causes uh, that lead to quitting? And I got a bunch here. So um, here we go. I think it starts with something as simple as rest, like ina- inadequate rest. You just don't, you're not sleeping well or you, you just don't sleep enough and you just get worn down and when you get tired, you know, fatigue is, is just, it's, it's a big one. It's the biggest one. Coach used to say fatigue makes cowards of us all, you know, and in other words, when you get tired, you just don't have it. You know, you just don't have what you need to have to battle in this game of life, to battle in the, this, that if life is a test and I think it is, then how do you score well on the test? Well, you, you got to have the energy got to be able to get get through it. So in a, in a, inadequate rest, I, I would also say stress is another one, you know, just which is to say allowing stress. Now, I've done an entire series of episodes, which I would highly recommend you go back and, and listen to on this podcast on stress because they're some of the most popular that I've done. And I'll talk all about even the benefits of stress, but then how does stress become distress and kind of be debilitating to you? And that's the kind of stress I'm talking about. I think not eating well, not exercising, you know, that that does not help you. 
And, you know, you may say, what's that got to do with quitting on, you know, on my dreams or the things I'm really going after relationships or whatever? You know, you just be surprised and you just don't feel your best. You just, uh, you know, it all it's all tied. It's all tied together. I would throw in some more. I would say uh, roll overload. In other words, you just have too much on your plate and you really need to learn how to say no. Because if you have too much on your plate, then you'll end up quitting and you might end up quitting on the good things when what you want to do is say no to the bad things. Or I would say, maybe another way to say it is you may have to say no to some good things in order to say yes to some great things. I think wrong priorities is another cause of of, of quitting that we just, uh, you know, we just, we're not aligned. And when you're not living in alignment, then you're going you're gonna to get worn out. You're going to get fatigued and you're, want to, you're going to want to give up. I talked about it in the episode, the previous one on the Life's Too Short here, and that was bitterness. I think unresolved bitterness is another part of it for sure. And I would just throw, obviously, from my perspective, I throw in the spiritual part. And I would say things like a lack of prayer, uh, a lack of, of, of Bible reading. I would just call it a lack of devotional life. You know, you, you, you know, I've written a devotional book. I'm a huge believer in just taking some time each morning and reading a devotion like the, like this is living, like the book that I've written. Not the only one you could read, but obviously I'm partial toward it. And then it's got the story. It's got the, the scripture. Give you some practical things to consider and some inspiration, motivation, challenge. Spend some time in prayer you not doing that, that's, there is a huge difference. I mean, I've been practicing that for years and that's how you supercharge your day and you get started. I'd also say fellowship, which, which, you know, I'm thinking in the spiritual sense of church. And, and this is why I don't think it's good to, to do, continue to do online church. A pandemic is over. There's no reason to Everyone's back. The arenas are full. Everyone's back. And there's no reason not to get back to church and fellowship and church and relationships in general. So those are just some of what I suppose could be many, many, many. Um, but those are the ones that just stand out to me as, man, these are some real causes for uh, quitting, for getting fatigued. You know, the, the relational boost that you can get from other people and the encouragement that they can bring you, you're missing out on all of that if you don't have that. So those are those all of those. Obviously, when I say those are causes, then by by the very definition of cause and effect, then if you were to say reverse that cause, get more rest, get rid of stress get your priorities aligned, remove bitterness out of your life, have a daily devotional time, be in fellowship with other people, don't have role overload, okay? Then you're, you, th- those are initial just taking the causes and looking at them and kind of reverse engineering them and say, okay, this is what can lead me then to where I want to go. But I do think, and I've talked about this before, on this podcast, probably a couple of times I've referenced it and I'm going to reference it again. Now, if I'm going to talk about it that much, then I I mean, I think it's important and, and I hope that you'll consider it, which is margin, living without margin. Margin is the amount beyond that which is needed. So it's the leeway between ourselves and our limits. Margin is the amount beyond what is needed. It's the leeway. It's the space between ourselves and our limits. 
When you reach the limits of your resources or your abilities, then you don't have any margin left. And that's a big issue when it comes to fatigue, weariness, and a desire to quit. Life's too short. If you quit, you just shorten life even more. Can't do it. Margin, I said this before, but I believe it's so true, is room to breathe. It's freedom to think. It's permission to heal. It's time to listen and love. That's what margin gives you. The freedom, the thinking time that you need. The, the time to, to listen and to love and to be replenished. The permission to heal. Margin exists for, for relationship with God and with other people as well. And, and you need it. I mean, you desperately, 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 desperately need margin in your life. Fatigue attacks our emotions. And that leaves us self-protective, which is not a good place to be because you're not open to receive what others can bring. It attacks our bodies and it leaves us tired and weak. It attacks our relationships and it leaves us isolated. I just I mean, just think about that. Those are some enormous amount of negatives right there. What fatigue, a lack of margin can do. Emotionally, we end up being very self-protective. So we're, we're not able to really be free, be ourselves, open up, be authentic, transparent. All that goes away. Physically, we're weak, tired, not strong, and relationally, we become isolated. And all these things cause us to go in the opposite direction of where we need to go with our life because life's short. Life's too short. You know, margin... In, in if you were sort of think of it this way, it's like availability. You know, that's like kind of what it gives us. The availability, the ability to be available, to respond to opportunities that come our way. The stability to respond, to have the time. Just think about like some of your best ideas. It was the time you had to think and to ponder. This is why vacations are so important. Taking breaks, going on weekend trips, all these things are so vitally important because they give us that time that we need. And then and then another part of it in terms of opportunities is just having something come your way and being able to say, ooh, ooh, I need to think about that. I need to consider that. Oh, I need to act on that. Like, I know. I don't need to think about it. I know that's what... Versus, oh, I can't fit another thing on my schedule. I can't fit this in. Yeah, but this is good. But this isn't this in keeping with your purpose. Isn't this a part of your passion? Well, yeah, but or worse, worse of all, worst of all is you completely miss it. Missed opportunities. The window of opportunity opens. You are oblivious to it. It's lack of margin is a survival it's surviving instead of thriving. It's, it's survival mode. And that's, man, that's not where you want to be. That life's too short for that. You do not want to be in that kind of mode. So 
What do you do then? How can you not quit? All right. Let's start with understanding the overload culture that we live in. We live in an overload culture. It's, it's something really that you should just get so clear in your mind. It's an overload culture. You, and here's what I mean. We're overloaded, first and foremost, with information. There has never been a time in human history where people can access so much information so quickly. It's pretty mind-boggling when you think about it. We are in an overload culture of change. It's just unbelievable, the rate of change. The kinds of things that have happened in the last even 20 or 30 years are just mind-boggling when you think about things like smartphones and email, the internet, all of this did not even exist that long ago and has fundamentally changed our lives and then so many other changes culturally that are taking place that and again you may not agree with these changes I certainly don't agree with some of them so it's not a matter of just saying oh well it's change and we accept all change no it's the fact that some change is very good and some change isn't so good but what is a reality and undeniable is change is happening overload of activity just, I mean, do just so, again, so many things that you now know about because of information and changes. And then this, uh, then that leads to just so many more activities that are out there. Ch- overload of choice. Try buying something like any sort of major purchase. I mean, it's just like, oh, we need to replace the refrigerator. Oh, get ready. Get ready. Because there are so many different models and so many different features. I mean, it's just absolutely and completely mind-boggling. It's just really something. And you think, well, that's great, Rick. Well, it is great. It is great to have choice. Yes, that's great to have choices. But with that, it's just an incredible overload of, well, which one do I pick? And how much time do I have to take to research it to figure out which one? And you just... Let it sink in what it means to live in an overload culture. I think there are probably four major areas where this whole aspect of overload and margin and, you know, life's too short to quit. But here it is. I think it's uh, emotional, physical, time and finances. I think those are the four big ones that you really have to look out for. Do you have margin in your emotional energy or is every bit of your emotional energy like tapped out? Physically, do you have margin in your physical energy? Do you have margin in your time and do you have margin in your finances? Because if you don't, let's just just work back from there, finances. I mean, because really this is very easy to... This concept is very easy to understand if you think of it in terms of finances and money. What's the difference between having, say, a reserve fund of X number of thousands of dollars so that if you have to get a new refrigerator or the car needs to be repaired or you come upon some type of health uh, 
issue, you certainly don't want to spend the money, but you have the money. It's a completely different way to live than you're watching every single penny living paycheck to paycheck. That's not margin. Margin is savings. Margin is reserve fund. Margin is in, in where I'm from in New England, we used to call it the boiler fund because the boiler is how you heated the school or the church or the other large buildings. And uh, it, when that boiler goes, it's a major, major, major expense. So you got to put money away each year so that when the boiler has to be replaced, and then just take that time, same time and money are two greatest resources. Same thing there, you know, constantly just maxed out in your schedule. And that affects your rest, obviously. And then physical, emotional, just work it, work it there. And, and if you still are like, oh, I just, I still trying to get my head around on this. Here's just a little tool. Here's just a way to, 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 to measure it. And that is say increase by 10 to up to 20% your demands on your time, your finances, your physical or emotional energy. If you thrive, you have margin. If you don't, then you know there is no margin in your life. In other words, if take the hit 10 to 20% on your finances, on your time, your emotions, emotional energy, your physical, if you can handle that, say temporary increase again, like temporary expenditure, got to get the new refrigerator. I don't know why I keep talking about the refrigerator. I have not bought one recently, but uh, probably mine will break now next week uh, just to prove the point. But if you can handle that expense because you have the money and it doesn't, you know, overly stress you, you may not be happy that you got to spend money on a refrigerator, but you know, maybe you're happy. You're like, oh, I always wanted to get one with the see-through door and I can see, or I want to get the smart one that I can order stuff from, or I want to get the different doors or whatever, different color. So maybe you're like, ah, I've been wanting to get a new one. So this works out. But if you can do it, if you can handle it in those in these key aspects of your life, physical, emotional, time, and money, then you know you have margin, but if you increase it and you're like, oh my gosh, I there's increase it. I can't increase it. There's no space for any sort of an increase. I don't have, then you know you don't have it. So that's just a great way to just look at your life and say to yourself, am I maxed out? Just like in working out, right? You know, like a max out. A max out, you don't max out every time you work out. <laughs> That's not how it works. You work out, you work out, you work out, and then you reach a point, you say, let's see if let's see what the max is that I can lift in this bench press or squat or deadlift, whatever the case may be, you know, the big weights. Let's see what I can do. After I've been doing it for months, see what kind of gains I've made. So the max out is just to see how much stronger you've gotten. You don't max out every time you work out. It's the same concept. You can't live max out. You, you, you need to be able to, to live the good rhythm in a good pace, aligned with your values, your vision for your life, your passion, your goals. So what can you do? 
about this. I mean, I'll just give you just some of my absolute best pieces of advice, little, I think, winner, winner nuggets that will work for you. One, I, I love to say this. I've been quoted on it many times. Schedule your priorities. Don't prioritize your schedule. Don't look at your schedule and say, how can I prioritize? No, it's your schedule. You put your priorities in. You schedule priorities and everything else goes around that. Priorities go first. Life's too short. Get done what you care about getting done. Hugely, hugely important. And I would just say the whole thing having to do with your physical body. Change your eating if you have to. Exercise on a a regular basis. I got a text from my gym the other day. It said you're in the top 10% of members of the gym uh, in terms of, you know, I guess, you know, usage of the gym. That's what you want to. I never got one of those before, by the way. I don't know why I did, but that's the kind of thing you want to get that, you know, yeah, you're 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 using this membership. You're here. You're you're putting in the work and you're seeing the the results of it again. You know, I've heard some stuff from my, you know, uh, last week's episode, never had COVID and all that. Of course, one of the things people have said to me is, yeah, but you never get sick in, in normally. And, and that's true. It's in other words, I, I, I virtually never get sick ever in my entire life. So not having COVID is in that sense, typical of, of what I'm, and I believe that has to do with getting the right amount of sleep exercise. I've been basically exercising was an athlete. And then I just kept going my, my whole life and, and um, try to eat right. By no means does that, uh, am I trying to say that, you know, I'm, I'm somebody that eats, you know, sticks and roots and berries my whole day long. I mean, I definitely try to get in the good stuff in my body, but I certainly I will enjoy it, uh, especially a sweet uh, when I uh, want to. But if you do all the other stuff the way you're supposed to, then you can you can have those cheat cheats or sweets or whatever you want to call them, whatever it might be for you. But by and large, you got to eat right, eat healthy, take care of the body that God has given you. I think another is just learning to laugh. I think laughter, the, the Bible is just a fascinating scripture. It just says that uh, uh, laughter is good medicine. Yeah, it's true. Laughter is good medicine. That's like laughter is good. So you need to be laughing. And if you're not laughing, you know, you need to, to get around the people who make you laugh and and watch the things or read the things that will, will make you laugh. It's it's absolutely important. I think uh, serving other people, like get the focus off yourself. What are you doing for others? Are you doing any type of service at your church, or in your community? What are you doing for others that it's not just about you? And that, that again, very vital to this whole replenishment and, and margin uh, concept. I think that learning to say no, just, it's a word, you know, and just being able to say no, you know, I like to say yes, I really do. I'm again, I'm a positive person. I want to spread the positive message. And 
So yes is a great word, but there are times when you need to say no. And those times are when it, this, this commitment just does not line up again with your life, with your life's vision. Life's too short. I just can't say yes to it. By the way, limiting long-term commitments in terms of, I think commitment is phenomenal. I've talked about it before, how I believe that successful people are just ordinary people who make commitments that others aren't willing to make. I stand by it. I believe strongly in commitment, but I also believe if you're going to honor your commitments, you, you know, you can't have too many of them. So you have to limit the number and then be absolutely committed to those things that you have committed to. But maybe you've committed to too many things. The, the taking of breaks I've talked about earlier, I just, I'm just a huge, huge believer in it. I believe in, and when I take a break, I mean take it, not, you know, take everything with you and constantly be checking it. I'm going somewhere here, not, not too distant time, and the place I'm staying literally does not have any TVs phones it doesn't even have it now it does have wi-fi so you know you're not completely lost from the outside world but i don't plan on i don't plan on accessing the wi-fi to check on work related things i can tell you that so taking the breaks is just so important i think even within a given day you know guarding like the dinner time especially if you have a family of children, you know, just having that time, everybody gathers together. Monitoring technology, speaking of gathering together, not everybody gathering together and everyone's looking down at their phone. Put that phone away. You know, we, we've been using an alarm clock for years and finally we decided we wanted to get a new one and we ordered it in the time span between the old one, which we just got rid of because we thought the new one was going to come a little faster. And so been bringing the phone first time ever into the bedroom because that then becomes like an alarm for my wife or, you know, that sort of thing. And I'm just amazed, you know, like, wow, we've never even had phones here on the nightstand before. And, uh, you know, the new alarm clock arrived and those phones go back, back out. I wouldn't bring them in if I were you. Lots of ideas I could share with you. But I'm running out of time here today. But I'm telling you, life's too short. Don't quit. Make the changes you need to make in your life so you can make it for the long haul. Have a great week. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.